all the seasons, it's like we're going to continue as we live on earth. We're going to encounter hard things. You know, the gospel is full of hard things. You think your plans are going to be, you know, God's plans. (laughs) It's like, God, this is what I want now. You know, I'm the only person that can control my trust in God. Welcome to iRefresh, where we talk about the power of prayer and God's word. Hi, and welcome to today's episode where we are able to share with the delightful Natalie Kresge. Thank you so much. We're so happy you're here. And we were talking earlier about just the past year, the past couple years, and kind of always, we really go through seasons where we really have to trust the Lord Mm -hmm. and kind of press in. And we were able to hear some of your uh, testimony in regards to the times that you have trusted in the Lord, and we would love for you to share those with us. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much. So glad to share today. God has brought me through, you know, so many seasons Mm -hmm. of trusting Him, and each and every season looks completely different. But I think at the core, it really comes down to trusting in God. Um, And do we trust Him? Does He have our trust, ultimately? When I was younger, um, in high school, actually, my mom got diagnosed with cancer, and I remember it shook our entire family because we believed for her healing for so many years, and we just stood on the Word and believed in faith that she would be healed. But eight years later, she ended up passing away in 2010, and I just remember sitting in a church service, sitting down during worship, and just God asking again, like, do I still have your trust? Mm. Trusting God through those moments of grief. You know, the scripture says that God's near to the brokenhearted. And so I knew he was close. I knew he was there. Um, but just it was a new level of learning to trust him again with that season, just of grief and loss. And um, the biggest takeaway, I think, from that was just having eternal perspective. A question my mom used to ask a lot was of anything I would do, was like, does it have eternal value? Do you see that this, what you're putting all your heart into, would have eternal value? And so I think in that moment, it really gave me such eternal perspective, just here for such a short time on earth. And it really is um, just how we trust in God with our season and even just grow through trusting in Him through that season. So I love I yeah. love that testimony. And I do kind of have to ask, because so many people that experience a loss, especially your mother, mm-hmm. and you had been trusting in the Lord, how do you, how did you keep from maybe not getting bitter or getting angry or kind of going through those emotions and those yeah. stages? How did you process that? I just had to acknowledge that they were real feelings, you know, that they, that it wasn't wrong to feel this way, but we, but I couldn't stay there, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's not wrong to grieve, but it is wrong to just stay in that season for extended period of time. You know, God wants to bring us out of that, be with us in that season, but also bring us out so practically. I surrounded myself with family and friends. You know, my husband, I remember telling him, this is how I'm feeling. I know it's wrong, but hear me out. Like, you know, um, I want to trust God. I want to believe that He's still good, that He still heals. Mm -hmm. But what I've seen with this specific scenario, and he would encourage me and say, you know, Scripture is our reference. Our experiences are not our reference point for what God can do. So true, so true. Scripture, every time Jesus encountered somebody sick, He healed them. And so just people that can speak faith into you, you know, um, making sure that I just had to be so intentional with who I shared that with, my feelings of shakiness or doubt or different things. It was like sharing it with him 
really was a safe place because then mm-hmm. he could speak truth to what I was feeling, not just emotions or not just my own experience, but that truly is faith, you know, yes. believing in something unseen because that's not the last time I dealt with loss or waiting or different seasons like that. You know, we think these things are isolated, but God can teach us so much through those seasons if we choose to surround ourselves with people who just speak truth into our story. Yes. And I, I love you said it where you have to be choosy who you share with, mm-hmm. who you make yourself mm-hmm. vulnerable with, and who yes. you're uh, transparent with yeah. in the sense of really dealing with those emotions because mm-hmm. they are valid. Yes. They are, you know, we, we, there's instances all through the word where David, you know, would go and laminate before the Lord. Yes. Where are you? Where, yeah. you know, and yep. so, but yet you continue to press through and you work mm-hmm. through and stand on the word. So I love yeah. that. Your husband was a great source yeah. for you and a great um, encouragement for yes. you. So I love yeah, that. for sure. For so sure. that is definitely a huge testimony. Yeah. Are there other instances sure. where you've had those trials and tribulations but really have trusted yeah. in the Lord and seen His hand yes. so evident? Yes. My husband and I were married about two years and we decided like, oh, it's time to have kids now. You know, you think your plans are going to be God's plans. (laughs) It's like, God, this is what I want now, you know? And so we decided, okay, we're going to have, we're going to have a child. And it did not happen that way. It didn't happen that easy. You know, it was a journey of one year and then Two years of not seeing it, and then three years of not seeing it. So hope deferred, in essence. I mean, what you guys had hoped for and longed for, it was deferred. Yep, for sure. So it was another another season of um, just God saying, do you trust my timing? And, um, you know, no matter how many words people would give me or pray for me, I just remember, like— between that fourth and fifth year, realizing like this is an internal job. I'm the only person that can control my trust in God. You know, I can surround myself with these people, but on the inside, it has to be a core conviction that I believe God's best um, and God's timing. And I didn't lazily trust in Him, you know, like, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. do anything. Oh, like, I'm just going to write gonna, it out. I'm just going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I took action steps for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, having people agree with us and pray and different things like that. And on the fifth year, there was a couple that just said, we just feel to pray for you guys, you know, that, you know, you're going to get pregnant. And one of the prayers that somebody prayed over us was that the supernatural would dominate the natural. Oh, I and, love that. Because even in the natural, they had told us that we had a very low chance of having okay. kids. And so um, just that the supernatural would dominate the natural. And I, our faith grabbed onto that. And it was just within the next couple months that um, I got pregnant. Oh, so, I love that. What a testimony. Little what Jude. A, yes. yes. And he is so adorable. He is the cutest Aww, little boy. Thanks. And I loved so one thing I want to pull out of that that you shared that I absolutely loved was you had to do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. You had to do the work inside in yeah. your own emotions, your own thoughts, your yeah. own struggle. Um because that's that's your biggest battleground mm-hmm. is getting your faith yeah. and your thoughts, your emotions yes. to line up with what you're trusting the Lord yep. for. So yes. how, I mean, you said you yep. went to the scripture and you guys had couples and other yes. people that were agreeing and standing mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. We stood on trusting God's timing. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if it didn't happen, that we would still trust God, that, that God knows best for our season and our family. Um, but we still believed with 
just great faith that he would do it. And so trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. You know, we can understand our season and think we know what's best. But Mm -hmm. I think on a practical level, too, we served our hearts out. You know, we went on every mission trip opportunity (laughs) there was. We were leading young adults at that point, um, young adult ministry, and just just poured our hearts into them. And And you guys were really pouring into what I loved about And I do remember that time because I was at church and my kids were in school at Victory. So um, it's just seeing you guys really pouring into young adults Mm -hmm. and into teenagers and into kids. And so I loved that you were actually kind of walking out and, you know, kind of pressing through that way. But I loved it because you were serving and trusting and just kind of— operating your faith, putting your faith in action. Yes. I I remember just somebody, you know, saying, maybe it's going to be spiritual children. And so I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to run with that. (laughs) Until I have natural, actual children, you know, I'm going to raise spiritual children. And so just pouring into the next generation, we still love it. You know, it's still really a lifeline. Yes, very talented at that (laughs) and connect very well. So, and I, and I love that. And I love you brought up too. It's like, you know, our natural thing is, okay, here's our plan. Here's what's, you know, here's how it's going to transpire. But it doesn't always go that way. And realizing that his timing is truly perfect because Mm -hmm. there's usually always a greater purpose to it than what we can even see. Yes, absolutely. Looking back even over those seasons, it's like the the core pillars were prayer, um, leaning into the secret place, getting alone with God. If I felt like things were out of alignment or if I felt like emotions were dominating mm-hmm. how I was making decisions or what I was feeling or the frustration, um, there's things that we can only get from God. You know, He True. has created that relationship, that open door. You know, Scripture says we can go boldly to Him mm-hmm. like a father. And so um, just relying on that with such strength to know that at any point— we could run to him in prayer. My husband and I both through that season of we're frustrated. And so that's our lifeline. That's our pillar is his presence. And it's still just a core value even for our home is, you know, prayer. Prayer. And yeah. I love it. Yes. And were there any like particular um, basic applications like anybody could use? Like did, you know, did you find like praise and worship really helped or yes. set aside a certain time or a yeah. certain place or a certain yes. anything like that that you found worked best for you? Yes, for sure. I would say um, I am a morning person, which I know okay. is not common for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I love a good like 5 a.m. It's dark outside and I feel like nobody else in the world is awake right now. Because most people <laughs> are not awake right it's then. True. So yeah. I know it's true. Um, but I love the mornings. And so it's served me well now with kids because that's yes. the only time, you know, they're not up is that 5 a.m. Sometimes they join me. <laughs> um, kids are unpredictable. Yes. So, uh, but early morning and then just setting aside even time for for corporate prayer, prayer groups, we mm-hmm. were involved in one that was weekly and that was a priority in our schedule. Just oh, we I prioritized going and praying with other believers, reading through scripture together, having prayer points, people that can surround you in prayer, not just good thoughts or well wishes. It's like people that can really surround you really and contend, pray. contend with yes. you in prayer are really yes. pressing through. And I am yes. sure you can testify the same thing. I found that some of my biggest breakthroughs have mm-hmm. come when I'm praying for someone else yes, to exactly. receive theirs. Yep. 
And it's like that's when yes. I get my biggest breakthroughs is because yeah. my focus is on, yes. you know, someone else exactly. and, and what they're contending for and not, yes. you know, what it is I'm yeah. pressing through for. So even the, I was thinking the other day about Jesus's journey, even to the cross, he knew suffering was coming for him, but mm-hmm. he turned to people on the street and he turned to the broken. He was drawn into those places. And so just through prayer, just continually through the gospels, Jesus turn to prayer no matter the season, you know, it's yeah. um, just woven all throughout scripture. So is there so anything he, currently that you guys that recently that you've trusted the Lord for that you've kind of seen yes. transpire as well? Yes. Yeah. So we are actually foster parents. Aww. So a couple years ago, about two years ago, we just, my husband and I both separately felt God stirring us in this. Somebody said, if you really want to know what's going on in your city, foster, mm-hmm. get involved in foster care. It's true. You will get an eye opening to what's really going on in your city. And so we said yes eager and had no idea what we were signing up for. <laughs> Genuinely, sometimes I look back, I'm like, oh, if I only could have, if I only knew, if I yeah, only knew if I only what knew. was coming. Yes. <laughs> but um, maybe it's like best guaranteed. you didn't know true. what was coming. Yes, 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 exactly. So we have a little boy in our home right now that we've had on and off for about a year and a half now. And just really it's the purest form, I feel like, of the gospel. He's not a true orphan, but orphans and widows, you know, Jesus has called us to reach out to and support. Um, yeah. And so just the process of restoration through families, I know that's not always the um, possibility, that's not but always that's the option, always, but yeah, it's always the goal. Really, that's the gospel, you know, mm-hmm. it's restoration. And true. if we're, we're loving this little guy in our home, but we're also cheering on his mom to, to find freedom in Christ, you know, sharing the gospel with her, what better open door could you have than that? And so we're, and she's trusting you with her child. Yes. So you already have such an opportunity, such an opening yes. to allow you to speak For into sure. her life and just kind of encourage her and spur her on. Yes. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. So it is, it's a journey of trusting God because uh, it's challenging. There's times of, you know, frustration again. It's kind of that common thread of all the seasons. It's like, we're going to continue as we live on earth. We're going to encounter mm-hmm. hard things. You know, the yeah. gospel is full of hard things. It's not just an easy route. Um, but the the comforter of the Holy Spirit the, the pillars of prayer, leaning into those things that growing through the seasons of loss, through the seasons of waiting, and now through the season of fostering, just continuing to rely on those. Sometimes it seems so simple, like, oh, it's just prayer. It's just read scriptures. Those simple things, you know, God has set up um, really as a success plan, you know, for yeah. being and with And realize those really set the foundation and those really are the cornerstone for what it is you're, you're trying to build yes. and what you're trying to accomplish and what the Lord has called you to do. Mm-hmm. So, yes. and I know you— I'm sure there are seasons, too, where you're still—there are things maybe you're still trusting the Lord for or things where maybe yeah. it was delayed. Mm-hmm. But how did you just continue to persevere just through prayer and Scripture? and? Yeah. Yes, I, I would say um, through prayer and Scripture and community, looking even at the great. model of what yeah. Jesus did. Jesus was with the Twelve. He retreated to prayer. He preached the gospel. And out of those places flowed the ministry. And so um, 
weekly, biweekly, I'm continually talking to really close friends, my sisters, you know, just the community of people yeah. that I can do life with when I'm like, you know, I want to quit this whole foster care thing. <laughs> it's too hard. I don't want to do this anymore. I yes. have to deal with the state and all these, you know, aspects of yeah. it, you know, but it's like, no, Natalie, you know, you called to do this. God called you to do this. You're being obedient. You yeah. know, people that can speak truth into your season are so important because yes. no matter how strong we are, we're going to have weak points. And so True. it's key who is speaking into your season, just really relying on God to speak even through other people. Sometimes when it's like, I've cried out, I've put the worship music on, I've done the things, and now I'm just waiting on God to speak. Waiting. Sometimes it's through other people mm-hmm. or the still small voice of waiting on Him, you yeah. know. One thing that's huge in our home, like you mentioned earlier, worship music, just putting on worship sets the atmosphere really for your home and for your attitude, really. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for your heart, for, for your changing heart, your heart. Yes. Yeah. For the parenting, for the marriage, all the um, every things we're contending things. for, anything. Yes, I think you're exactly. right. It's getting our heart. Right. And yeah. I I love all the tools that you've given, all the applications that you've given, all the just the testimony and the encouragement that it gives so many. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the key points I kind of take away is just being careful who you allow to kind of speak into. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, make sure they're anointed, make yes. sure they're led by the spirit. Yes. And just kind of that gives you a protection as you're also pressing in yes. and allowing the Lord to speak to you. And exactly. maybe what are some of the key things that you would like our audience to take away from our discussion today? You know, I would say um, with confidence that God can be trusted, Um, that no matter what season you're walking through, whether it's um, waiting or loss um, or joy, the mountaintops, um, God can be trusted. And so whenever we choose to put our trust in Him, um, no matter what we think um, we should do with our plans and with our purposes for our life, God has the best in store for us. And so if we press in through prayer, through community, um, through His Word, He will show up faithful every single time. So I love that. And thank you for joining us. And please feel free to join our Facebook community. We'd love to hear from you.